welcome back. You know, I've been to 104 countries, but Palau will make it 105, a small remote island in the middle of the South Pacific, near the Marshall Islands and home to one of the most epic struggles and battles and brutal battles of World War II. 10,000 Japanese died here, held up in caves, and over 2,000 Americans. It was unbelievable. A battle that they expected to only take two days lasted almost two months. And inside the caves were the strangest spiders and things you could ever imagine, as well as coral deposits that were up about 50 foot above sea level. And this is a monument to the infantry and all the men that were lost there. So these are American flamethrowers and military vehicles because they used those extensively during this battle. And the bearing still turns. And you can see this one took a hit through one side and came out the other side. The strangest thing about this place, it is so beautiful. But yet here, just like on the shores of Normandy, thousands of Americans and Japanese died in this brutal battle to take this airport that was strategic for the Americans as they advanced to the Philippines. And the beaches and everything here was just so beautiful. Uh, but yet this is a place where epic struggle took place. This is a Japanese tank and the driver sat here, the gunner sat there, and the engine was right inside the same compartment. And imagine it's 100 degrees here and inside this tank it was probably 150, 160 degrees. Just unbelievable what these people went through. Just crazy. So we saw lots of tanks and military vehicles and all kinds of things and remnants from the war period. And we had a great guide that took us around and explained everything to us. But this was one unbelievable struggle and battle. And, you know, most people don't even know about this. I didn't know about it. But when I went there, this is where more people lost their lives in such a short period of time during World War II. And finally, this, the battle was settled, and there was only about 18 Japanese that surrendered out of 10,000. The rest were all killed, and this is the Japanese headquarters. And what was really interesting about this is you could just walk everywhere. You know, nothing was roped off, and we got to walk through the entire Japanese facility and, you know, some beautiful architecture. They even had a, a hot pool in here and a sauna because that's very popular with the Japanese people. And it was just an absolutely unbelievable experience to see this. So uh, all of this building took heavy bombardment from the Navy ships that were offshore and just punishing. But what the Japanese did is they dug themselves in into caves and that allowed them to survive much longer than the Americans thought. So they built literally miles of tunnels to the entire place, as well as having very fortified compounds. So this is the sauna here, cold plunge pools right there. And then they would come over here and this room is where they get their back rub over here. And then this is the urinal right there. And then the long drop, the toilets, and then the showers right here and they had an incredible museum with all kinds of artifacts that you're actually able to touch and these are the few Japanese that surrendered after this unbelievable battle so this was the area that the Japanese occupied during World War II so they had a huge area and this is an example of a Japanese canteen and an American canteen so you can kind of see the technology 
that was present for manufacturing at the time. Uh, the Japanese one had a bullet that had gone through it. Both made out of a, some kind of an aluminum material, it looked like, or at least the best I could tell. But very fascinating to be able to see these artifacts from World War II, which personally I've never seen before. Usually you'd see this behind a glass case, but to be able to actually touch them and pick them up, it was really something. And this was one of the, and right here is where one of the biggest battles took place on this beach. So you can imagine uh, thousands of Americans coming ashore and being picked off by the Japanese. And I decided to go scuba diving. That was quite an experience. And the beaches and the water was just absolutely so clear. Now this is home to some of the best scuba diving in the world. It's called the Blue Corner. And you actually hook in and you hook into a reef and the, and the water and the currents going by really fast and there are sharks everywhere and the sea life is just absolutely over the top i had perfect weather Another beautiful day in peleliu we're diving our third dive the sun just came out chris is our dive master uh fred is our resident liberal <laughs> there's always got to be one I'm not even going to argue with there, there was just the two of us diving, another guy from Canada, and we had a great time together and uh, took a lot of good videos, and off we went into the water, and boy, it was something. Two days of unbelievable diving with sharks and upfront and personal, huge bump head schools, Julian Rass and Barracuda, unbelievable Barracuda. So lots of interesting things, just over the top. Every time you turned around, there was something spectacular to see and experience. And I've never seen water like this in my life. I've never seen water this still, this quiet, this clear, this warm. The skies were perfect. It was literally the most perfect day for scuba diving in every regard. A 10 out of 10. Nothing could be better. And on top of that, just the two of us. That was, that was probably the most incredible thing is this is the best diving in the world. And we went out early in the morning before anybody else got out there. And we had the whole ocean to ourselves. And then we stopped by this place where everybody puts mud on them. And I had to put mud on myself and uh, take a funny pose. But we had a great time. And what an amazing journey. So if you ever get a chance, the island of Peleliu, just spectacular.